Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It's another episode of For Evans Sake with me, Neil Odate Evans, and the lady pouring the Prosecco at this moment in time. Introduce yourself. Hello guys, it's Nana Evans. Next time try that with the mic to your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and also we've got back in the building, Mr. Michael Asante. What's going on, Mikey? You good? Hey, Mikey. I'm back. I can't believe it. It's fantastic. It's wonderful. We're wonderful. We're marking it. And we are also joined by Monica. Monica Kabasomi. Thank you for joining us, Monica. We got Zero in the back, um, overseeing, making sure that we are we all behave ourselves and. Yeah. Does mean I can't swear today, then? No, no, I'm not. You said it's okay. But remember, I said before, I want to be able to play the podcast in the car with the kids. Oh, yeah. So if you're dropping F-bombs and everything, then I have to edit. I just need to stop myself in general. Ah. Anyway, so we're back um, for another episode of Forever's Sake. And what we're doing this time around is we're doing a review of the week that's gone by. It's been a very interesting week. It's been quite a sad week, to be fair. Um, You know, nobody, I guess, will be a stranger to the fact that this week we lost Nipsey Hussle. Um, who was shot down in front of his store um, and in Crenshaw. And it was just a very sad affair. Um, Mike, obviously, you're you're a music man. You're a music yes. man. I, so I have to confess, like, so I knew of Nipsey yeah. only in terms of what he was doing for the community. Yes. I had, ne- before, before he died, I had never heard a Nipsey Hussle song. Okay. Um, and then like afterwards, after people were talking about the Victory Lap album, I was like, all right, let me actually listen and mm. see what, what some of this is about. And there's a few tracks on there that I'm like, if I'm honest, it's like, it's generally not my, my thing, but there's definitely a couple of tracks on there that I'm like, let me drop them in, mm. in a playlist. But the outpouring of grief for Nipsey, and I feel like you don't, you don't even need to know his music or anything like that, just to see that level of outpouring of grief that mm. you know that this is actually a, a prolific human human being yes. who has done a lot. Yeah, I think that's what's interesting. Is like, yeah, like you, I mean, Nipsey is, is someone I've known more on the outskirts. Um, I've known the music, I've heard some of the music. Um, it's never been like my thing. I've not gone into it and said, yo, I'm a Nipsey fan. But I did know a lot about Nipsey's um, uh, work and what he was doing. But I think the big thing for me was watching his rise because I have seen it kind of grow mm-hmm. and obviously he was a 33 year old man you know he was just on his way it's like he hit this point where you're like yeah he's about to excel yeah. that's what from mm-hmm. from my limited knowledge and I mean obviously maybe it's more than yours but my limited knowledge of Nipsey it was like yeah he's about to do something he's someone to watch yeah, yeah. because he was connecting his practice because right. he'd found he'd figured out himself he knows who he was mm-hmm. and what he wanted to figure out mm-hmm. and what he wanted to solve one for his community one for one two for black people and then three in terms of his artistry he had connected all of these dots so it's about what he was about to do next yeah. Yeah. and I think that's what everybody is yeah. feeling you're definitely feeling that energy of a man who was about to do something yeah. but then what's interesting is that it's brought you to him and it's yeah. brought you to yeah. um, the music, you know, so many other things yeah. that you possibly yeah. wouldn't have known or thought about before. I mean, sadly, I, his untimely. Yeah, I mean, passing. definitely. I, I remember watching, and it wasn't even that long ago. It was earlier on this year. I was watching a, a short CNN documentary on him, and just walked away feeling so inspired. Like, I think the bit that really got me was um, the STEM research center that he was also yeah. opening up. I'm like, no, this guy's really about that life. And I, I had previously come across him in. Um, 
uh, one of Gary V's podcast episodes sort of thing. But again, didn't really kind of pay too much mind to who he was or, or what not have you. And, and again, that, you know, if I'm honest, that comes down to stereotypes and, and what not have you. Just like, okay, cool. He's a rapper. It's a big world mm-hmm. though. So, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, there's, yeah. there's but, a lot of other people who are taking up your timeline mm-hmm. rather than a Nipsey Hustle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I think one of the things that has that also did really upset me this week was, um, and there's always a few, a few people kind of being like, ah, oh, look at all of you talking about Nipsey now, okay. but you weren't talking about Nipsey when he was alive. And it's just mm-hmm. like, it don't that's, matter. that's a bit dumb. I <laughs> like, mean, yeah. That's a bit dumb. I mean, that sentiment's mm. so annoying. Yeah. Just that whole thing of like, but somebody's life, can isn't that the span of a life their legacy is that after they've gone it catches on as well like you you catch a bit of that fire that's actually what's inspiring people die every day thousands of people indeed and for this one man's life to have touched so many people that's amazing you want that to keep on going it's like you don't want to dim somebody's light like oh i can't speak on it now because I didn't know who he was before, before he died. It's like, that's, then, that, that's a lot of people. Silly there. sentiment. That's a oh, yeah. lot of people there that we can't talk about. And yeah. I think, I mean, it's interesting because Nipsey's, me understanding and knowing Nipsey was when, I don't know if you heard about it, this record, that he, this mixtape that he put out and he was selling it for a hundred. Yes, a hundred dollars. And it was the entrepreneurial spirit yeah. Yeah. about him. That kind of eye latched on. Because there was first. loads of stuff that came with that. Like, so it wasn't literally just the mixtape that he was buying. It was, it was like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I've forgotten the specifics, yeah. but it became like, like a cultural movie yeah yeah the idea of we don't need labels mm-hmm. yeah. you know he was talking he says something that was really really big and profound for me obviously i do music right i i see myself as lucky lucky for me is opportunity and readiness yeah, yeah prep you know connecting i think mm-hmm. i've said that did i say it before mm-hmm. um and i've been lucky because i genuinely wanted to do music for some other people it's the only way out yeah. Yeah. And that's what Nipsey was talking about. Why does that have to be just the one right, thing yeah. that yeah. my community have? You know, he was talking about, I want more. Yeah. I want there to be entrep- the entrepreneurial spirit. Then all of a sudden he does this see this mixtape and he says $100. And then the people go wild for it and they buy it. And it's like, see, you don't need all of these other systems that kind of lock people down. I think that's where my journey began with him, that alternative thinking, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. which kind of all bleeds into the, everything that everyone's talking about with Dr. Sebi and the idea of what he was talking about. You know, people, a lot of people come and say conspiracy yeah. theories surrounding yeah. that. I mean, I was one of the first people to say in my, in my circle, meaning, um, you know, it wasn't gang related. I didn't think it was gang related. I just felt it was just, you know, hate, you know, sadly, yeah. you know, someone who's hating or jealousy or envy. That's exactly how I saw that because it was so senseless and so, random you know yeah. and he'd left that life so long ago so do we know any more about eric holder's mo- motivation I've, I've i've read a little bit more go on but i don't want to be i don't want to hog all the, the airtime i don't think of... he i don't know that he's spoken actually he hasn't spoken all they put in a plea of not guilty yes but it's it's pretty peak what's happening right cool. so it's it technically could add to this conspiracy situation so there's an angle saying that he is a a snitch yeah mm-hmm. for the government right so he's an informer um then there's the other part of that being that we've seen them with pictures together right yeah yeah so he knew him yeah, yeah. right so we know that then the other part of he he has had mental health issues eric prior yeah okay prior because he, he he how he was found is that he went to a mental health institution put himself in there um and went in there with his proper name so obviously everyone knew where to find mm-hmm. him yeah, so obviously there was a wide manhunt for the killer 
they found him. So he's had mental health issues prior to this. Um, and then also what's interesting is that he has pled not guilty, as you as you said. Yeah. But his, um, I've forgotten the name. Damn it. I would have come prepared, but he he has a high profile lawyer right now. Yes. The oh, guy. Chris Dowden. Yes. Yeah. OJ. Yeah. yeah. So all of this, how did he get that? How did he? Isn't he just a public defender? No, I don't think he's a public no, defender. No, so I think he is a public defender, but it's, um, he, he can pick. So Chris Dowden, what's more likely is that Chris Dowden has said, has approached him and said, I will represent you. So obviously you know that somebody like Eric Holder doesn't have the money to pay for you, but he knows what he will get from it. So from what I've been seeing online from people in America, that's the the general consensus. But the bottom line is that this man knew Nipsey, was aware of him and gunned down someone who he knew. Like that's, I think that's the crazy thing for me. And it seemed, I don't know whether he was told, ah, um, you know, he was boyed off or, or made to look yeah. like an idiot. And that's, that's what, what I was reading. It. Yeah. Was that he was told to leave or not come around here yeah. anymore. There was some type, but a very simple kind of go about your business type thing. And his ego took him to another place and he decided to come back and, mm. and kill him. And this is what I'm saying. That's what I feel sadly happens more often in Most this definitely. situation than... Yeah. Because people want instantly want to go to organized crime. People instantly want to go to gangsters and all of that stuff. A lot of the time, it's just not that. It's just men being stupid and prideful at yeah. times. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, because I, I probably stand where you stand, but then I also um, was reading something the other day, and and it made me think. Oh. So I don't know if you remember the. I think it's the Tuskegee syphilis experiment. So basically, this was um, a government thing where they injected black men in Tuskegee America I can't remember the time with syphilis Mm -hmm. Um, and this is like this is known this is this is not like a conspiracy theory like this is a this is a fact Um, and there were so so somebody was listing off all of these things that had happened and then they just kind of went so before you dismiss conspiracy theories look back at history and see the things that have happened and it kind of because you know when it when it first happened I, I lent on the conspiracy theories and then and then I was like, oh, no, I think this is just one of them things. But then that just kind of left me like, I'm, I'm open to, to, to what this could possibly be. Because on one hand, you could be like, all right, dude comes along and says X, Y, Z. Nipsey says, go on about your business. And then he comes back and shoots him. But for most rational and sane people, that, you know, there's not a logical conclusion. So I can see how it's easy to add stuff in there. But more than anything but it is to, to me it is that's probably how a lot of people get killed in america it it literally is like that it's ego yeah. it's somebody saying you can't do this somebody else thinking yes i can and getting a gun and, and making it happen it's like it, it doesn't life is it, it's cheap mm. he had just made way more of an impact than the average black man yeah but really you know it's not it's I don't think it's unbelievable or needs the extra layer of a conspiracy theory. Yeah, I mean, which that, takes away from the fact that this is just every day. Like, yes. I think, I think the bigger thing, the bigger what you're talking about, Nana. The, the bigger part of that is that yes, people want to racialize this thing. People want to put it towards a particular sector. This is how they respond. This is how they act. When if we really look at it. 
there has been more things like if we take mafia for argument's sake that's mm. organized gang right they did crazier stuff that was never ever put in that light yeah yeah instantly you know and i think that for me that's the one kernel that i've taken out of it because that was his whole movement it was like we've got to change the narrative mm-hmm. of some of these young people we've got to change the narrative of how certain things are looked at so that's the one thing i'm taking out of it because he his life and his death now is a personification of the fact that fam it's not always this wild crazy wild nature of these black people in these communities and sometimes it's just nuts and bolts just people being stupid and falling for their ego and their pride and that's what i've taken from that whole situation because it was i literally think it was nonsensical yeah there wasn't there's no there is no understanding to this yeah 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 i I think that's the thing with grief is like you can you want to make sense out of stuff so even if you come with oh dr sebi it helps you Actualize the reason and, why, and, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. But to be like, he's dead for no reason. And, and and Nana said it. She said people, thousands of people die every day, yeah. Yeah. and some and some of that percentage is because of these same reasons. Yeah, prideful, you know, jealousy, yeah. envy, stupidity. Is there is there like a a case to be had in the sense that obviously Nipsey Nipsey had moved on from all of that stuff, but is there still like a a a thought in the sense that you never really move away from that stuff because on the flip side a lot of people and and i've been struggling with this thought but a lot of people are like this is why you can't Mm. go back to the hood you can give back but you can't go back you understand because Mm. you you can never really get away from that's the point that's why it don't work with nipsey because that was his whole energy yeah yeah he was never going to do that Mm. and if anything he was trying to take his hood with him Mm. Now, as I said, we can make, I can't think of an equivalent now, but we can make that same equivalent to so many other situations. Yeah, where, I know, Africa for argument's sake. You know, at some point, someone has to do it. Someone has to actually draw them out. Yeah. We can't always just totally remove ourselves. You know what I mean? From our community, literally just because, oh, no, you just never go back. Nah. Maybe he might, you might have to move differently. Maybe that was what the problem is. Maybe he needs to have security. Maybe he needs to consider the times that he's moving mm. about and doing what he's doing. Possibly, you know. But well, it's not- definitely like um, I was reading that this was one of the first times he hadn't told his, he had a new security team. Like he hadn't told people that he was even going to be in the store because mm. he was doing it to help out a friend who had just come out of prison. Yeah. So he was moving slightly different to how he would do normally. But get, these things happen. I was just thinking, I think it was actually this morning, I was, it popped into my mind. And just the legacy and let's say there is this thing of your soul. And when you come here, you kind of know your soul knows why you're going to be here. Mm. So his soul's here burning really bright, galvanizing mm. people from mm. young. It's like, this is his purpose. His soul knows that I'm only going to be here for 33 years. So oh. your legacy is all part of your life mission. Oh, wow. Mm. So it's almost like he's gone to fulfill the life purpose of his soul. Damn. That it's spread <laughs> across the world. Maybe him being here till he was 70, it may not have happened. It may not, he may, he may not have burned this bright if he had carried on living. You know, so people come bright and they burn out. Mm. Like you just, 
news moves in different directions. Somebody else comes along. Da, da, da. But he's died and now it's like his spirit is actually burning brighter mm. than when he was here. Got you. I hear you. And that could have actually have been the mission of his soul. Mm. I.e. to your point that I now know more about Nipsey than I ever did. Yeah. Yes. Maybe yeah. That, I, that's I all that. part yeah. of it. I'm going to be here. I'm going to burn bright while I'm here. Yeah. So that once I'm gone, it, it touches you. I haven't cried for somebody that's died wow. in ages. Probably since Maya Angelou. Why was it in floods of tears? And I'd only watched him on The Breakfast Club like last year. And then watched a whole load of videos afterwards. Like, who's this dude? You know, so that's special when somebody yeah. can just touch you. Mm. I think, you, and you know just it quickly straight away. like that. And then it carries on. Yeah. You die, but then it carries on and ripples. Like, maybe that was his mission. Mm. I'm you... not too sad that he's gone. I'm more, more like eager to see what's, where's this going to go? Like, yeah. that's, I hear you. I mean, that's interesting that you spoke about how he was moving because instantly that's made me go back to the fact that it could only have been a friend that could have got to him. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only someone he knew. Yeah. It's the only way the, he could have gone out. I think most people, they do say like, that is murder. It yeah. literally is somebody yeah. that you know. Like yeah. the majority of murders are by family, friends, people that know people you. Know it's you, not yeah. a stranger. That's crazy. But yeah, I think you, you bring up, a uh, even though it went into the spiritual realm, which is, you know, yeah. which obviously could be debated. We could debate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, you know, it, it, it's true. He Where he is now in comparison to where he was, it just, oh man, it just don't feel right. Because I think about his missus, I think about his daughter, I mm. think about his family. Like, I just, I'm stuck there. I think for me, Nana, I'm stuck there. I'm like, yeah. nah. But This maybe- man was about to do something but maybe it's that feeling that feeling of being stuck that then kind of manifests in some way shape or form in your life so like there have been a number of people that have died over the years where i i don't know them but they've affected me or i i I know somebody that knows them so there was um this bbc journalist called comla de moore and I watched his uh, TED talk. <clears throat> Pardon me. I watched his TED talk and thought this guy. Was choking up like. So. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Sorry, bruv. I watched his TED talk, <laughs> and it was amazing. No, it was it was it was a really great, inspiring TED talk. And then not long after that, he died. And he was he was a man in his forties. Um, and then there was um, that you may know of him, Richard Antry, the music. Oh, guy. oh man, Richard. Yeah. When he went, bro. I, I've never met Richard in my uh, life. Yeah, I know Richard. But a, a, a lot of people around me were close to Richard. Yeah, a lot of people I know were close and to And the outpouring of that and Bro, just seeing... You're just a good guy. Yeah. You know you know what it is, Rusk? I think what you're saying, you, you made me re-internalise re- it on myself. Is that my man? Bro, I could see, like, I've seen his struggle and he's trying, he's like me. He's trying to do something. You know what I mean? Mm. He's like majority of us. We're trying to move forward. We're trying to grow. We're trying to build. And you could just see Nipsey had, he had lined everything up. Yeah. And he'd stay true to his hustle, bruv. Literally his hustle, it's in his name. But what I'm saying is that all of that has to manifest and then inspire and kind of be used as fuel for everybody else. He didn't need to die. Like, I'm sorry, I'm stuck there. He didn't need (laughs) to die for me to not even have this energy that I have right now. I guess we're talking about it. Yeah, Yeah. but you know- But we we would never be talking about this in this podcast right now. Maybe I'm just stuck in there. But but that's grief though. That's grief. (laughs) Yeah, well, no. Yeah, it's the different ways of like viewing death. Yeah. And some people will get stuck in the loss of it. I'm stuck. But I do think- more than like the loss of the person 
he hasn't truly gone because he he's living in gone. way yeah. more hearts now. Yeah, yeah. And I so agree then with you're that, still sure. going. So all it is is just a physical presence. Yeah, but maybe yeah. that was what he was here for. For sure. For, for sure. thirty-three years. Wow. Was to just live in loads more people's hearts. Oh, and and it's funny because I know you wanted to bring up the Kodak thing as yeah. well to kind of trivialise it to his because everyone I know a lot of people been yeah. like raw man was with Lauren London and, and we all grew up you know yeah. <laughs> you know thinking about a few there's about four mm, I don't want to mm. name them but we you know who I'm talking about four of those beautiful black people I don't, I don't know who you were talking watch. about I don't know <laughs> oh you don't know obviously mm. oh, yeah Nana, Nana's one she's one mm. of those and, <laughs> I, and, I, <laughs> and um, you know it was just that error and to know that he managed to to yeah. be with her as well a lot of people have trivialized that but i'm just thinking about bruv you could just see real honest truth and i know we're just looking at photos and videos yeah. and all that yeah but it looked like but you real can see genuine you, you, you love, can man. see that you can see it when you know it you see it real yeah. love yeah. yeah damn it r.i.p nipsey hustle man r.i.p nipsey hustle oh, indeed um so sad but we didn't actually hear from monica <laughs> you don't listen you don't I have do to be asked you just need to I get was, in yeah i was listening to i just was listening to you guys but what i can say about the whole nipsey thing is it really has brought a community together mm. honestly yeah. that's it um i did think about just like you nana i mean when after i saw your post on facebook mm. I saw it and i commented and i said look it's i didn't sleep mm. i actually did not sleep the whole night but it wasn't just because of Nipsey going. It was, I felt for Lauren. Yeah. It, it mm. was just, I think my heart and all I kept saying was, God, please just get Lauren. Just have her. Mm. Just have her. Just hold her. That's it. And how do you get, how do you get past something like this? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's I, yeah. I mean, I definitely felt for her. Mm. Like, you know, you, again, you don't know these people, but you can see that they're in love. And then to be so young, to lose the love yeah. of your life. Like, even if and I just think about when my mum lost my dad and how lost. And this was like a, you know, a very forthright woman and she just became lost, mm. you know. And, to, but to be so young. So young. And you're building with the somebody. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, 30 years down the line, we might, maybe I'm going out on a limb, but the way the world looks at Jay-Z and Beyonce, I think we would have been looking at them like that. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah. yeah. Is it, I don't yeah. think Monica's with us, with me. Monica's like, that, that was a <laughs> lot. That was, there, you did a lot just the then. only one Jay-Z and Beyonce, but... <laughs> but I, I think, think it's for another generation. I think, I think a, for another a, generation. We always need more representation yeah, of black yeah. For another and generation. So another because black I believe love that, couple would have been amazing. Yeah, I oh. think there's another line now. We're, we're in, you know, we're in the 40 ranges, guys. Yeah. Slow down, slow down. <laughs> no, I think for another generation, yeah, they would have they, they would have been the baby. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, as, as well, who knows it in ten years' time, Beyonce could have divorced Jay Z and be living with Amari Hardwick. And then... <laughs> oh, you want to take it? I, you know what? I I I didn't see anything wrong with that, and I watched it a few times. I just thought it was an awkward kiss. Was thought... it an awkward kiss? You know, yes, I, it wasn't. It, it, wasn't. Twice. it wasn't. I, it wasn't. I think like it was... he was like, hi. Then it was like, I, I, and he said bye. I can be but, like that when I'm doing double kisses. A white, was he not going to get an award? I don't know why he was there with them. I but they were all just coming to look at the yeah, king and but queen. But obviously they, they've come to see, you they know. they come to see the king and queen. But you come to greet uncle one, and auntie and say. It's a, it's a one hug. 
and maybe a kiss on the cheek. Why are you going back in for again? It wasn't the same. What if he was nervous? No, I, think, I would be nervous. I think I, th- I just thought it was so innocent. I yeah, didn't think 100%. anything, anything much of it. Beyond, I think Beyonce made it awkward for herself, honestly. And but then the beehive like just swarmed what, in as well. What was for awkward? What reason? I, please, Mon- Monica, tell me what people are seeing because all I saw was a man kiss a woman. And the woman said, ah, yeah, they spoke for a bit. Then he kissed her again and went off. Yes. Now, the thing is, if Omari had done that to Kelly Rowland, no one would be saying anything about it. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. It's no true. one would be saying anything about it. <laughs> it's, the beast. It's, the, it's the high. Kelly Rowland. <laughs> no, seriously. Or no, Michelle. Or Michelle. If, or, if it was Michelle, we wouldn't even know that. that was right. Right. It, didn't it didn't even happen. Or that was right. Amara is he's happily he's married. About a I think about Beyonce it. made it so obvious because she was right next to her husband. And what she did thought, she? No, no. What did she do she that was her awkward? Face, her facial expression after he gave her the second kiss. I yeah, think. yeah. Because so is it that you're not allowed turned, to kiss Beyonce? No, I don't think that she gets crazy. hugged or kissed by people too often in public. I've not seen it mm-hmm. around her husband. And Jay Z looked like, "Where you going, son?" As he was walking over, he didn't look impressed. And the hug was one thing, but I think where she turned, he kind of like got her side mouth. Mm-hmm. So he tasted a bit of the bay lip. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I am so lost. He got, he I got, swear down. He got a bit of the side mouth and she looked embarrassed. Winning. That was all it was. Bro, she, she looked You have like... to sleep with this woman tonight about winning. <laughs> winning. <laughs> she looked embarrassed and Jay-Z looked like, when I catch you. Oh my! I did not see my eye. You I know to, my yeah. eyes are a bit wonky anyway. Don't I don't, don't watch. I didn't see kiss. any of don't that, bro. Watch Jay Z's face as Amari is walking past him, and already he's a bit like, "Where are you going?" And but why would you even? There, but even that he ain't looking at them. You know that bait thing, like where you you know somebody is talking to your partner, <laughs> and you decide that I am not even going to look at what <laughs> you two are. This. this is what Jay Z did. Is, he turned this, like this there is, was something more interesting over yonder. You, you know, have made so much out of a, a, a fifteen uh, yeah. second clip, man. It's like so I was just like, oh, I, I don't really know about. What about if he kissed both cheeks? Like he just kissed one cheek and was thinking that he's gonna kiss the other. No, cheek. but he went back in again. It was. It was. A, That's what. Look, so I have never really done well with double kisses. I don't know when you're supposed to. <laughs> if the person's expecting it, like I've just never really done well with it. Most so, people do it at the same time. But I, I get, look, it's Beyonce, in it? So even Omari, like, yeah, you've got your fame, but it's still Beyonce. So you're going yeah, and you're like, you're, you're like, oh, right, I'm going to, oh, wow, it's Beyonce. Uh, 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 and then you end up doing something stupid and you do the same, the same, the same cheek this, twice. It's, I'm sorry, man. It's a nothing, man. Thank you. Hi, how you doing? You know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all I saw, man. I don't know. I don't know what the hell I, the lesson is just stay away from Beyonce. From Beyonce. Listen, bruv, like nobody. The Beehive who, will come for you. Listen, <laughs> Amari Hardwick posted a thing, a tribute to Nipsey Hussle, right? On Instagram. The Beehive, the beehive was just in there. <laughs> it's like, you people have no respect. No chill. Like, no respect. Because what they do is they spam your yeah. with bees. Bees. So you're just getting bare yeah. notifications. That's mad. It's like, nah, yeah, come on, man. Come on. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if if Jay has got uh, fifty on speed dial, but if if Ghost gets written out of this next season, <laughs> I won't be surprised. <laughs> to be fair, Ghost does need to go anyway, though. Really? Everybody's over Ghost. Oh, come just, on. just to add that in. Oh, so, like, so are you not over Angela then? 
Ain't she dead? Well, we don't know. Angela. I don't think she will be. Angela I mean, she should be. She should Angela, be. Listen, I was over her two Tommy. seasons ago. She what, you want Tommy to die? No. Oh, no, no, Tommy can go. Tommy's, Tommy's just reckless. Man. No, he's an idiot, man. Tommy's oh, an idiot. I don't know, man. Tommy's all right. No, no Tommy, right. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy is that reckless friend that nobody needs in their life. But then he's <laughs> also true. that reckless friend that's got your back. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. yeah, but no, you're right. Yeah, he's got your back, but he's that same friend that put you in that situation in the first place. <laughs> that's why nobody he's needs got that. your back. Nobody needs that. Just leave me with my peace, no, man. man. No, he's got problems, man. No, he's he got problems. Man. Man, I feel sorry for Tommy, but... Yeah, man. Is it rest in peace, Amari? Then, because <laughs> <laughs> boy, the bay have on him. It you said Jay Z's on him. It may like, be. Everyone's on him. It Listen, may be. I just saw a man give a woman a kiss. It may say, be. Um, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> we digress. We digress, but let's 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 park Nipsey. Rest in peace. Um, still keeping it music. Um, obviously, this week Drake turned the O two into the O three. Yeah, and um. May I ask? I I don't know why. Why, why was what? it called the O three? OVO. Who? OVO. His isn't it his three thing? OVO. What's his three thing? What? So all I know is that it's a lyric from one of his songs. Oh. Dun, 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 turn the O two oh. into the. You tell us. You tell us. Um, Take the mic. Take the mic. I don't know what the O three means. I think it's like it's like kind of what because you see how he used to always talk about like the six. Yeah, and that's yeah. kind of like his hidden kind of. Yeah, yeah. I think like the O three is that similar. That's what I thought. Well, yeah. You know, yeah. I, okay. Who's showing our age? Want a big moniker right now? Did you hear what her son just said? It's part of his canon. <laughs> the boy said canon. Understand tutelage, understanding, and learning. Uh, how, how old are you? Well done. Fifteen. Fifteen. Man said canon. canon. You understand what canon? I don't. I well don't done. even think I've used canon this year, Bruv. That's, well done. Listen, we like the vocab. Keep I it asked, up. I asked Zuriel, "How old are you?" I think it was a bit about six or seven, and he asked me something. I tried to answer, and he said, "Mum, that was a rhetorical question." Wow. Look, he said, "Man's like nothing. Nothing. Rhetorical nothing. Rhetorical nothing, mate. You know about no rhetorical." But but anyway, yeah, I think um yeah. I mean, yeah, it's so it just look, it's just the power of Drake. I, I, I yeah. just I wanted to know why it was a thing. Okay, yeah, no, so, so I, as far as I was aware, there's one of the lyrics O two turn the O two into the O three. I thought O three was a reference to like I thought it was his area, but I didn't know if it was the six. Oh no, yeah, six is his area, and, but it's like no, his, it's the six yeah. and threes and six. If you're listening and you can put us out of our misery, yeah, yeah please yeah, let, um, us, know let what us know what that was um, all about. What, what that was all about, mm. but. One thing in particular that I want to pick up on, um, I think it was Friday night's show. Um, he brought out, so all this week he's been bringing out UK artists. Um, and Friday night he brought out Jay Huss, fresh smelling fr- f- like prison. <laughs> you should have had that tracksuit, you know, that tracksuit they can come out with. It's so sad, man. Literally, man see. came from the cell yeah. to, straight to the stage. To straight to the Wasn't stage. he in a grey tracksuit though? Nah, nah, he was wearing some. Oh, yeah, stuff. yeah, okay. and um, some people have been being have got upset about this. Yeah. Um, in terms of obviously, so Jay Huss was arrested for carrying a knife. Yeah. Um, he served eight months in prison, and then literally came out this week. And the first thing he did was jump on the stage with Drake, and people feel like this is a glorification of knife crime. Um, someone who agrees. I think I think Monica's point is a valid one. Monica, you had you know. Oh. Yeah, so 
Um, to a to a level, to an extent, I really did not agree with the, the whole situation. Um, as talking as a mum, I think for me, what he did is just it's such a sensitive topic for me. It's a sensitive subject for me. And like I was saying to you guys earlier, um, Jay Haas has got a platform. He is aware of this um, um, situation, this epi- epidemic that's mm-hmm. trying to ruin our society. Um, I mean, what Drake did for him was, it was a good thing. It was a good gesture. But also at the same time, my point was, Jay Haas should have said something then there and then he should have thanked the public first of all for having his back um the uh, especially the youth because these people these are these other people that look up to him he should have said thank you and he should have addressed the situation and said look you know what what i did was stupid it was wrong and if you're thinking of doing the same thing i'll suggest you didn't because it's just not the one life is you know life in there is just not the one and if you if you can avoid it please do avoid it and again from a mum's point of view i'm a mum of two black boys this affects me every single day i see this happen in our community every single day and i think that is the more reason for jay has to use his platform to address this issue i'm hoping he's learned his lesson but I still need to hear something from him. Mm. Our community needs to hear something from him. He needs to address this and do it properly. I think, I think that's fair enough, to be honest. There was an opportunity for Jay House to do such a thing. He could have spoken about such a thing, especially if that's what he truly and honestly believes. That's the hardest thing, I think, for me as a, as a producer, as a music producer. I've always had MCs come in and say stuff maybe I'm not 100% into or totally agree with. But I have to stand there and I think if this is someone's truth, because I, I sit on that side of the fence, if it's someone's truth, then they should speak it. They should be allowed to speak their truth, right? So if that's Jay Huss's thing and, and he believes all of these things that, you know, Monica's kind of showing and he should talk about that. He shouldn't do it from a space of optics to try and look great or, you know, try and make it seem like he wants to use it as a promotional thing. But that's where I come for drake on it more than anything else it was more of a promotional opportunity um for what he is doing as an artist and especially in terms of what he does in the uk i believe he would have done the same thing in any other country i don't think it's not that it was disingenuous i think he definitely listens to our music he's definitely Mm. into what we do as the as the uk scene and i rate that he's put that opportunity out there for so many other people i.e like a gigs to 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 transcend a lot of what because gigs went through a lot of problems man mm-hmm. trying to get his music out which wasn't yeah. fair yeah right even though yeah gigs might have been involved in some things maybe back in the day but who doesn't have a past right yeah but nonetheless yeah it was just a massive promotional opportunity so because was- you just don't know who drake's gonna bring out you know, that's part of going to the Drake show. So it's just really just Drake's business savvy, really. Mm. But it's business. That's how I see it. Literally just business. And and I think if Jay, Jay Huss has that mm-hmm. thought process, you know, I think there are a lot of gang members. There are a lot of, you know, past people who have been in jail that do come out and say, fam, that's nowhere to go, you know. And if Jay Huss is on that vibe, because you got to look at it like this. We were just talking about Jay-Z a little bit while ago. Jay-Z used to talk some crud, fam. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Real crud. Now we look at him yeah. to be the, the conscious voice. 
Yeah. So it's journeys, isn't it? Yeah. And I'm more interested in Jay Huss's journey past this, and it'll be interesting to see what happens. But yeah, come on, Drake was just gonna bring out who he could make. I think that's that's, situation. that's my thing is, I don't think that Jay Huss should be punished for like he's done his time. Well, he's been punished. Yeah. So he's he's served his time, and I think that I hadn't thought about Drake in terms of doing it for promotion because um, I just see Drake as like he's the number one rapper in the world 100%. at this moment. Yep. So does he need any more promotion? But I guess you need to stay there, don't you? So hats off to him if he, keep, if he keeps his innovation going. But I think for Jay Huss, it's, uh, this is an opportunity for you to step yeah. into your greatness. Agreed. Like mm. you've been given this kudos from the number yes. one rapper in the world after you've just done time in jail when most people would have you still sitting in your shit mm. so take this thing off yourself and step up to it like mm. take a a leaf at a nipsey's page Ooh, okay. step into something that's great step see what your, your legacy can be if you think of like i just popped into my head extension wait i think that's how you say his name yeah yeah that one oh xxx yeah yeah I, I call yeah, him. Yeah, that's it. You're a French there, man. That's it. It's, it's, yeah, it is. Uh, how is it? So, what is it? I've never listened to it. But how do you say XX? I just, my friends say XXXTentacion. Yeah, it's Tentacion. Yeah. Yeah. Tentacion. That dude, when he got killed, and it was kind of like people were so conflicted and even giving him RIPs because his life before his death was so base level human. Tumultuous as well. So, it's like. Don't let that be you. Like, actually, have your legacy be something great. Step into it now. You've had your downfall. Don't doubt. Don't go further down. But that's young. People. We're talking about a young man, innit? And we're talking about. But wait, there's young men everywhere. No, wait, wait, wait. We're talking about a young man in the sense of you want to be down. You want to be rolled. You want to be tough. You don't want to be seen. It's that, innit? You're dealing with a younger man. I'm not saying this about Jay Huss, by the way. Mm. I'm just more talking about the notion of being a young man. Being a young man and wanting to just be cool. Mm. To be part of whatever the motive, the move, the situation is. Yeah. Like, I think more than anything else, that's the problem. Yeah, that you're, is. You're, you're yeah. more talking about an older person who gets to that space no, eventually. No, no, I'm saying step into it because you've already, you. he's already experienced success. And then you've had that removed from you. Your freedom was removed from mm-hmm. you for eight months. Like, and eight months in the music world, like your spot could have been taken. Like, 100%. people can forget about you very quickly. Mm-hmm. You still, you've been, you've got that pat on the shoulder now from the best. Mm. Step into it. Be great. Like, mm. actually, set trends. You don't have to be a part of it. <sighs> to me, that should be the conversation but that, isn't that black maturity, men are having. Isn't with that each maturity other. talking there, though, Nana? That should be the conversation that black men are having with him. That should be the conversation that's going mm. on. It should yeah. be hopefully setting someone tone. Is. Hopefully there is yeah. someone that's doing it. Yeah, because, I mean, if that's not what he's been thinking while he's been locked up, then I don't know what. Because yeah. that, that, eight be, months is a little while. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if, if after eight months you're like, my bus case. Da, 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 da. <laughs> because you didn't really. And, well, yeah. <laughs> and and there isn't any kind of form of mm. reflection or regret or, yeah. do you know what I mean? Past like, that. Yeah. yeah. No, that, listen, yeah. I totally that agree. Would be sad. I totally agree with everything you guys are saying. I mean, I'm more debating the idea of just where possibly a young man is in his mindset now to, to where he would be after that. And you hope, that's the whole point of prison. 
And that's why we know prison ain't that useful sometimes mm-hmm. because kids are just coming out saying, okay, I'm just not going to do that one this time. I've got another move. You've had four years to sit there. Yeah. I'm not saying Jay Huss had, yeah. but you have four years or whatever it was you ever got to sit there and plot how to do it better. Or maybe yeah, it's, it's, it's for the elders that. to it's, kind of it like, is. get him. I it's, believe, for, it's for, it's for I believe it's the uh, Akalas and the Stormzy. Like it's it's for people yeah, who are all... in his community that are a bit older for Kano to actually like you grab this dude because he really does have a he has you a know platform. What? You know what I like, must and, and you you breathe life into this guy. Like, you admit... make him accountable when you you tell him like what the service is. I must admit, I I know I won't name any names, but I do know some of the olders in terms of the music industry mm. that are having those conversations. Mm. That's good. Be they behind closed doors. Yeah, oh, yeah that's Because that's the other thing. No, it doesn't need to. I don't think I want it to be public. It's the promotion. No. Yeah, it's the promotional aspect of it. A lot of people are doing these things to stay, what's it, woke or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, no, to try I'm not interested You know, in promote that. side. But no, I do know. And, and, and this is what I was talking about with you guys afterwards. Obviously, I haven't been in the music um, artist world in mm-hmm. a while, the label world, um, because it doesn't really serve me or feed me in the same way. But I have been thinking about getting not back into it to kind of tell people how to they should live their lives, but in the sense of trying to be one of those to say, guys, there's another opportunity over here. You know, yeah. there's other things that are going on. You don't. And I think the problem is, is that majority of our community the idea is that you have to be in the limelight to be anything. Yeah. You know, you have to be the front runner before you can live or have something pop. No, there is a lot of opportunity in other areas. Yeah. And I think, yeah, that that's, that's the thing that I kind of want to start preaching now. But I think, no, there are olders who are talking in that way. And, and the bottom line is the big thing is, Stay alive, like yeah. Yeah. let's just yeah. stay, alive. stay alive. That's yeah. the sounds, main thing. It sounds so simple. Point, yeah, bro. Did, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Did Jay Hart not know that at some point Drake might call him on stage? How did he end up at the O2? Well, no, obviously. Well, was, but this, but this, this, this is what I'm saying, though. Like, there is, this is what I just that, said. That's, that's <laughs> a level. There's, there's, there's a level of. Sure. This is what I, I'm saying to you. He is a powerful force yeah. in the music industry. I can't talk about. I'll probably talk about something when the mics are off. <laughs> he is a powerful force, yeah. and there is, you know, there is obviously there's something that everyone knows now because mm. he he obviously promoted it the first night. Yeah, um, that I'm involved in, mm-hmm. which I couldn't talk about when I was last here. Yes, and and that specifically can we for people that are listening oh, okay. and they might not so, get yeah, what you I've just been, alluded to. I've been to. scoring what is the new Top Boy series, which is a Netflix ten part series with. Uh, an amazing and awesome music producer called Brian Eno. And I've been doing that for a hot minute. Now, I got to know a little bit more of the inner workings of that whole situation because Drake is a big part of that, yeah. right? Yeah. So to you guys, what do do you guys know what Drake's involvement is in this I show? remember maybe two years ago. Yeah. He, I think he, he said it or somebody broke it. Like actually Drake is really involved in bringing back Top Boy. Right. And I, I remember that going out and everybody having the, we don't need another Top Boy. I can't wait for Drake to be involved in the Top Boy. I remember that story. Being yeah, I just thought there. he was like an exec producer on the show yeah. and kind of and, set and up the meetings give, and stuff. Give give everyone an, an understanding of what exec producer means. I so, think it's really important that people understand So that. an executive producer basically is, for want of a better word, he's the connect. You know, like he's the connect, he's the money, he's the contacts. So somebody like Drake would be able to get, you know, if I had a script, Drake would be able to kind of get me in front of Netflix and say, right, we should do this. We should do this, da da da, what have you. Mm-hmm. And Mon- Monica, you what have you heard? 
Um, from what I've heard, I mean, Top Boy, I think, had stopped. Uh, what's this season three now? This yes. season three. This is going to be season three. Yeah. So I think there there wasn't going to be any more seasons after the last one, and yeah. then Drake decided to um kind of buy mm-hmm. it and say, you know what, mm-hmm. I can let me take it and I do something with it. Yeah. For see, so there can be a season three. So so obviously there's another energy of, or actually a question that I will pose. You've got this, uh, for want of a better word, you know, you've got a person who's not in the scene being a part of the scene yeah. and and now we also know that he 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 was connected with Skepta and what's it what's the Fingy Boys what's their name Section Boys yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. and all of that sorry they now go by Smoke Boys Smoke oh, Boys really? they changed their names I didn't know that so yeah you've got all of these kind of entities that he's been interested in and yeah, he's taken a stake inside what is the the UK movement yeah. right big a big one yeah but then also at the same time you know the question is is do do we need that do, do, does does the scene need that is it what another popping on its own no no not a top way is it popping the, the help the, 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 okay the yeah, yeah, yeah is it mm. popping on its own or is it because of Drake that is popping well I think and and I think that's the debate I think it's Drake mutually beneficial mm. like I, I think he's definitely he knows that hip-hop's evolution and I've seen yeah. seen loads of people talking about it, like that they know that it actually is it's bigger than America. It's a and they have to, yeah, sure. and you have to go out into the world. And I think if you just go on merging markets, so let's just go yes. on eBay or Amazon or you know, it's like it's like America, Canada, UK, um, Australia is always like the emerging markets where you're gonna do well. Mm. So him taking an interest in the UK scene to me is just good business because you know if I put my stamp on it this is where I could become the billionaire Mm -hmm. exactly because the billions in America as a Canadian like it may not happen for me there we've already got a couple maybe it could happen for me over in Europe Mm -hmm. so that to me is where I I would hedge my bets if I was him and you genuinely like the music too because he does he looks like he's from West London totally fits in yeah and this is what's interesting is that i sit on that side of yeah. the space and and i know we've kind of it's even happened in the conversation he's co-opted not to what i can't use a better word but we've co-opted the whole conversation surrounding jay huss because you have this massive light yeah. that yeah. is uh drake, drake yeah. involved in it but yeah at the same time i do i look at him i don't know him I do look at him and I think he generally loves the sound. He generally loves what's yeah. going on. He's put himself in many, many situations that he didn't need to put himself mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. and, you know, could act in such a, you know, we were talking about Jay and Bay. Yeah, just a bit before. I can't believe called him Jay and Bay. Uh, just a bit before. Jibby. They put themselves in a space that they're untouchable. Yeah. Drake has made himself, you know, a yeah. person of the people, but that's part of his business, yeah. I believe. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I think you'll know that. Um, same as Rihanna. I think there's something in if you do, if you don't remove yourself from the public, your kind of rise it lasts longer, because people see you as accessible. They see you as that could be my mate. Well, that could be how that's selling power in that. Not everybody that kind of takes can it back be Jay Z in a way. Yeah, yeah. Not everybody can be Jay Z and Beyonce. There generally is only like one like or two Prince people like Prince or that. MJ. Or, yeah, mm. you know what I mean. Where or, you can be elusive and people still want to get to know you. The world is changing. The world is changing. But then that's because of social media in itself anyway, because now you can talk to you. you. There has been people who have got responses 
whether negative yeah. or positive yeah. from Session their, <laughs> yeah, their yeah. perspective, you know, crush or yeah. um, who they want to vilify, whatever it is. Social media know. has definitely been it, a It's, it's a shortened the gap. Like yeah. 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 Okay. Parking that for a second. I want to move on to a slightly different subject because we briefly touched upon representation when talking about Top Boy in terms of like, is this what we really needed? Um, and I always feel like yeah, when it comes to that that genre, you know, we have a lot of it. But when you look in the the, the landscape yeah. of you know, um, yeah, w- when you look at the the wider landscape and in terms of the way that black folk are, are represented, mm-hmm. we do have to be careful in terms of the narrative, what, the, the yeah, narrative that, that is shaped. Yeah, and and so there was a, um, a lady Eunice Olamide, I think it was. So she's a Scottish. Um, she was a supermodel, right? Presenter. Was it, was it a supermodel? Or just a model. They use that model. label order. She's a model. Okay, she's a model. Yeah. Supermodel, I think, is different. But yeah, man. She's I a mean, model. That's, is a supermodel like a Bella Hadid? Is that right? I, I, I think. To or a, get, yeah, yeah, I Naomi think Campbell. To get okay. Naomi, supermodel yeah. title, like you definitely have to have had more than like three campaigns. Big okay. Ones, okay. Oh, I think okay. to be like yourself, like on a paper or some. Yeah, kind of yeah. Magazine, like you, know? you have headed up Chanel. Cheers. Like that type of thing. Right. Okay. Okay. So she's a model. So she's a model. She's a model. She's, she's but worked. She, she she's done well. She, am I right in saying she's done high end stuff? Or I think she's definitely like more um, kind of print media. Mm. Like, yeah. um, she looks, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, like high fashion yeah. model, yeah. not gonna be in ASOS. Yeah, that type of stuff. That <laughs> <laughs> you know. no, no, so just killed all the ASOS people. I just, no, I'm just saying she's all the ASOS models. I, I just want I'm so sorry, all the ASOS models, to know that we love you. We Obviously, respect your work. We appreciate you. One of my no, I'm just saying she's One not a commercial model. model. We well to Monica's yeah, friend. Well, yeah, yeah. Me and Michael certainly <laughs> no, respect what well, you're you doing. Well, you know, no, I have to come to another side, yeah. but even in that talk, she did kind of split it into three. She yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, so the, the, the reason to, to bring to bring us back on, the reason why I bring her up is so she was on Channel Five, Jeremy Vine, uh talking about representation of, of black women in the media and for want of a for for want of better phrasing, mm. the conversation just went left. She was yeah. attacked. She was. She was just attacked, and <laughs> she was attacked. <laughs> and it was. To be honest with you, I'm still trying to process how I feel about about the whole thing. For for, for me, other than just saying like it was actually just really frustrating to watch, and you want to kind of bust on set and be like. I'm going to need you guys to shut up for a second <laughs> and allow Eunice to finish her point. Like, I don't, yeah, I, I've, I was frustrated. It was, it was very frustrating. I think it was probably, I don't think there'd be a black person out there, a standard black person out there that wouldn't have watched that and been What's a very, non-standard black person? You know, don't like, answer that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I protecting her. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think, I think, I think people I think. would be like, oh, and they probably would have somehow witnessed something similar or been in a similar situation oh, okay. yeah. with, I, I, I can't even say it's just white women, but I think you can have that a little bit more with white women, but just with white people, mm-hmm. I think you could find yourself in that mm. situation very easily. What got me in that conversation, the, the one that we mm. were looking at, is just when the woman said, yeah, you see, 
They look, look at the Christmas adverts last, last oh, year. That was. They had lots of mixed race couples. You know, and, and, and we spoke about it earlier when I said, when Obama happened, Donald Trump is actually the antidote. Like yeah. the, the, because we fought with Obama, everything was solved. Yeah. That's all those situations. They're like, look, see, look, we're diverse now. Look at us. We've got mixed race couples. <laughs> Racism solved. Isn't it? Racism solved. This, they're on the advert. Yeah. John Lewis. It was, it was, it was Get out of here, man. They wouldn't let her finish her point. Because for her to finish her point, then everybody is going to hear the injustice. And so we're going to nip it in the bud before you even can illustrate it. Wow. Because you don't want it to change. Really? Yes. No, no. Yes. You don't. So, <laughs> listen, she starts off. So her point was leading to that actually high fashion is way more diverse. Yes. Than commercial fashion 100%. and media. Mm-hmm. But most which has people, more, sorry, I want to add on top, which has more influence mm-hmm. because people see it. Yeah, they, see the, they yeah. see the commercial yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. So you weren't even letting her qualify it. Mm. All you then decided to do is, not today, little black woman. You are not going to try and get more of you on TV. Let's shut this down right now. Whoa, whoa, Both whoa, of them whoa, knew. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Shut it down Monica, immediately. You too. I do, no, I listen, do agree. Listen. I do agree. Do you, she, am I going to be on my own first here? Of all, no, first of all, <laughs> I think she handled herself so eloquently and also, I think at to some extent, to some extent, they were actually trying to antagonize. Yes, her. they were. No, yeah. Bring That's, out that, that the, was not the, the, here, no, that, the, yeah. the angry black woman mm-hmm. in her. That's what yeah. they were trying wow. to do. I am yeah. they, they, I'm on my own here. But they, they, they had passed, no. They passed on it so quickly mm. from her just saying that there's on TV. I couldn't get a presenter job. For a woman that looks like me. Immediately, her the, the one sitting next to her, yeah, because... her spidey senses went, oh, no, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. We don't yeah. need any more of you. Mm. And then decided to pick wow. out when she was a child, a black woman who she couldn't Floella remember her name. Floella Benjamin is who she was referring to. Floella uh, Benjamin. Now, can we just pause for a minute? Yeah. Because we're in 2019. Yeah. And if the only name that you can pull out she the hat. She didn't know the name, though. She and said you didn't was a know black the name. woman. <laughs> you didn't know the name, but... Uh, yeah. You see, I did like when I was a child. I didn't see that. The reason why I didn't see that is maybe because I don't have the same senses as you guys have, 100%. I might just be off, and I need to go get mine retuned so <laughs> okay. I can see these things. I just saw pure ignorance. That's all I saw. I know everyone saw ignorance, too, but I just saw pure ignorance. They were just stupid. There's nothing more. I, I'm not no, even. Give, not, I'm not, not even giving them that ounce of intelligence no, to no, say we are so, going to stop this so, black woman. It's so nah. intelligent. I, oh it's, my! It's, I just it's, saw it's stupidity. No, it's seriously, it's doing okay. black women. I need to go. Service. I need to go back to school, fam. Mm, definitely, it's doing black women. So definitely, you know. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely. No. Every, no, I think most people do. It actually does black women a disservice. What my statement? Yeah, when you actually give racism like it it's it's really just ignorant it isn't it's so they were so blatant and calculated with shutting her point down because they don't want it to change Mm. and it's not it's it's survival that's the point of racism can i just it's it's actually like their jobs she's right they they see it as if more of you come along Mm -hmm. we lose our jobs yeah not that there is I, I could probably name 15 off the top of my head, white women who are regularly on TV. And then I could think of two mixed race women. 
I don't have a black woman who is regularly on TV. And she's pointing that out. And you wouldn't even let her finish that sentence because you don't want it to change. I think those women were emotional. They were not responding in a in a calculated, formulated way. It's to a, my it's, opinion. It's an embodied fundamental things will not change. You ask them, would you swap places with Eunice? And both of them would be Say like, no, hell no, yeah, because yeah, they know yeah, what racism yeah, yeah, yeah. is. No, and I'm, I'm not saying that they don't understand or they didn't get racism. The reason why I, I think I'm jumping in is because I want there to be this other, because I can hear someone else thinking how I'm thinking, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> because I think the majority Because no, seriously, I, I just believe those women were that. not ready. They were not ready yeah, for that, that woman. That is exactly what she, it is. She was on point. That's that is exactly, that is exactly they weren't why. ready. So they're not ready. Yeah, and they that's don't why want I it to change. To so they're not her. going to let her talk. Mm. I yeah. just I didn't even see that. St- yeah, I did not no, see that I feel like smart it's nature of them at when, all. When you feel like your position is being attacked, and not even like this person has intentionally come to attack you, but you're just like, don't highlight that because actually the way the the the, the land lies at the moment yeah, the stuff is changing it You're works right. for me it's mm. working for me but if mm. you then come and say like you know yeah there aren't enough black women on tv and then people actually are like believe in that oh yeah there aren't then enough. that that changes and this is the problem is that when you have experienced privilege for so long anybody fighting for equality it feels like oppression to you I mean, I, I don't disagree with anything that anyone is saying, but I just don't see it, I guess. I don't see it in the same light because I've seen what you're talking about mm. and I see it <laughs> executed way better than <laughs> that they They just showed me how useless they are as social commenta- yeah. commentary people. Yeah. Fam, you were not ready. You had to remove the, 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 the way that conversation even went left. The mm. brother asked about fashion, then she tried to talk about presentation and um, presenting. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, What, why? Where, did, bro? I, anyway, I, you know, you know, you know what I would say I though is like what it also did highlight for me, or not even highlight, re re highlight is the sensitivities around race and how and we can't really talk about it and i give you another example of that is recently um this week john snow um being in the the limelight for for in a report saying i have never seen so many white people People, yeah and you know when you're just genuinely like yo fam stop the train i need to get off (laughs) because i don't i'm trying to work out in what capacity in in what um situation that what he said was offensive when when you look at what he was looking at there was a lot of white people but then even even when i say that it makes me laugh and i don't know if anybody else has experienced this is that a lot of times i notice that when i'm having conversations with white people about race is that there is a um a stutter when they have to say the word black yeah so it's like yeah um you know the one, the um, the black guy, yeah. and it's like there's a there's a stutter, and it's like I don't know why that seemed difficult for you, and so this with 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 John Snow, it was like it was the reverse. He's like he's just he's just said what it was, but then also at the same time he might never have seen 
so many like that's how I took it it was like maybe he has never ever seen so many white people like this his family is the only white people he's seen and there's 20 max on Christmas and he's like raw there's a lot of white people we know we know that Jon Snow is married to a black black woman woman. so it may just be that he really hasn't seen (laughs) indeed that many he's seen Lots of white people. But he hasn't seen the, that many. The, what he was illustrating was the week before yeah. with the uh, let's have a, another referendum mm. that March had loads more people and mm. it was a very diverse crowd. Mm. The Brexit should have happened March was very white. white. Yeah. And that's, that, that's what he's and that's really what, And that's really white. And, and that upset. was the pictures. Yeah. It was like it flashed from the week before and it was very yeah. very diverse it was a white nationalist moment, it was kind of, and it is yeah. and it is like actually these people are protesting here for brexit which is supposed to be like you know uh, uh, the majority of the country had decided to brexit Yo, but what we're na- seeing nana. is very white yes yeah. nana well done that's all he was that's the one right there yes no yeah. you smashed it yeah you so smashed it. actually not Go on, apologize then. is Point blank. Why yeah. am I apologising? Yeah, I'm illustrating yeah, yeah, yeah. the point. He's showing that it's not 4, as diverse. Yeah. yeah. For Channel 4 to apologise, again, what are you upholding? <laughs> yeah. Very. Bad. Why are you being like, this is okay? It's maybe, not okay. Maybe I was wrong with the uh, the white women. <laughs> you <laughs> were wrong. You were wrong. Nan- Nana can see. Jeez, she can see in between the matrix. You know what I mean? Nah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that one, yes, I see that. Okay, so we're coming to the end. But before we we do, now we did it with you for our first podcast. Yes. And now we want to pick this up as a a new weekly thing. So we did G of the week and Fassie of the week. Um, So I just want to go around quickly and and see who everybody's Fassie of the week, first of all, because I want to end on the G of the week because I want to end on positivity. I always want to end on positivity. So I'm going to start with you, Nana. Okay, so my Fassie of the week is going to be Posty from <laughs> Grime Daily. And just give the people them a very quick summary of what? Say it's London. That's enough. <laughs> That's enough. That's all we need. That's all we need. That's all we need. That's I want to know why. Why does that? Why, but why does that make him a fassy though? Because he recorded it. Uh, um. So on. You know what? Actually, my fassy thing for him, right? You do what you want to do with whoever you want to do mm-hmm. it yeah. with. I right. was slightly. But yeah. Anyway, so you do what you want to do with whoever you want to do. I read do through that with. one. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're teaching me. I read through yeah. that. One. But it was the you know like the little post that he made. So yeah. the fact is, you know, you have basically a grime gossip site, mm-hmm. and now you've become gossip. I felt like he needed to just step into the light and be like, "Yeah, I did it." Da-da-da, make a joke of it and keep it moving. Yeah. the non kind of being on social media was one thing it's like okay so you're firmly in your shame but you need to step into it because if this was somebody else he would have exposed them mm. then the little dead message that he put up like yeah I love my ends but and then you want to <laughs> then start caring about the girl that you videoed on your phone that got lost and now she's in shame with you I was like no that's poor not girl. cutting it dude like that's poor that's poor girl for real but still whatever like I just felt like he needed to step in and just throw his hands up a little bit more give us some more jokes like Agreed. just run with enough. Yeah. Mikey yeah man Um, we spoke about earlier as well my one is yeah Nipsey's killer you know like I, as I said I'm still stuck in that space of where and what he would have done and I mm. just think he just removed someone for a selfish stupid you know just a 
just for the moment feeling. Yeah. And and if we well we know that he has some mental is- issues, but if he had just taken stock of what and who he was talking to at that time, just just a call ahead could have prevailed, and we wouldn't mm. be even talking about this. So that. for me, he's the the fastest for me, man. Monica. Uh, I th- yeah, I, th- I think we spoke about this earlier. Mine would have to be Kodak Black. Okay. Yeah. Tell the people then why. Because uh, he's basically an idiot, really. <laughs> <laughs> he's, yes. He's just, How old is he? Um, he's like I'm not sure. He's 20, in his 20s. Yeah, he's 20, some, 21, yeah, he's in his 20s. And that that's just no excuse. I mean, the comment he made about, you know, moving to Lauren London in a year after she's grieved, that's... That's uh, that's insensitive. First of all, it's stupid. You dumb or know this? We live in an era where social everyone has got. You cannot tell me you did, you wouldn't realize someone would record that and you won't realize the consequences after that. Mm. So yeah, I think all my energy has just diverted completely to yeah. and yeah, he's just an idiot. Really. Mm. So my fussy of the week was also Kodak Black for the very same reasons. So, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I reckon, and we can disagree or not, but I think I would like to give the title of Fassy of the Week to Eric Holder. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm really I need, I'm really need to well, need to get a sound effect. I didn't, effect want, I didn't like, want to win. Fassy of the Week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it this yeah. week. Okay. No, I'll do it in the studio. It needs to go on. Okay. So finally, G of the Week. Let's end on a positive note. Um, I'll start. Um, I'm actually gonna keep this one in the family, um, and I'm gonna shout out Ricky, Melvin, and Charlie. They had their Radio One show yes. this yeah. week, um, and you know what? Like, so if I'm being honest, Radio One is not a station that I listen to or anything like that. And obviously, I know that they're friends or whatever. But hand on heart, I just was like listening to them this week, and like, I really enjoy this show like this is a really good show and i could just see it doing really well and i'm I'm driving along in the car and i'm just like i am really proud of my friends so yeah, yeah. yeah. That's dope. hailing That's them dope. up hailing yeah, them up yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. who else um uh miss model eunice ah, okay this week yes um for representing people like myself and Nana. Yeah. Yes. We're um not we're not angry black women. We're very eloquent. Um we're very together and we're just so full of love. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's nice. Nana? Uh my G. Um let Michael go. My G is Nipsey, man. Mm -hmm. Straight. Like, as I said, as everyone has rightly understood now, by now, I just haven't let this thing go. (laughs) Um, You know, for me, he was such an inspiration into the idea of what I have been trying to manifest in my life. I currently am not managed. I don't have any other things that kind of revolve around me to get me to wherever I'm getting to. Yet, yet. Yeah, no, but th- that's the point. I don't want to have that. I want to create those structures. Mm-hmm. I want mm-hmm. to be a person who can actually maneuver and function and move as I wish to and as I wish to move for the sake of my community. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and and that is what he's always promoted. Yeah. And through his death, even though sadly it was untimely, it's like it feels like it's it's galvanized the idea that 
we need more Nipsies. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Amen. And, and if I'm not going to be a Nipsey, then what am I doing? Like, it's, yeah. it, you know, this, this thing has been knocking on my door for a long time. Um, and yeah, as a person who, you know, people regard as self-made, you know, I, I want to continue that energy. So he's my G. No, no. Okay, I, I remembered who my G was. Mm-hmm. My G is Dotton. Yeah. I just love that. So Dotton has a show. He has many shows, but it was being threatened that his Sunday night show was going to be cancelled. And his Sunday night show is basically Black London's show. Like, if you have something to promote, if you're about something positive, he has you on his show on BBC Radio London. And they had threatened to take that show off air. Why did they threaten to do that? Did they give a reason? The reason that they gave is why he's still there, basically. They didn't tell the truth. They said that Dotton has stepped down and he hadn't. He mm. had been called in and it was told to him that they were letting that show go because he had too many shows. They thought he was working too hard. But in them releasing the statement and him actually saying, no, guys, like to the community, I haven't stepped down. People power stepped in. And um, there's a section of, of lawyers. They put a t- petition together did a lovely letter to the BBC just highlighting how important his show is to the black community in London and we prevailed. Dotton's show is still there. He's still on the air. But is he still, is he working too much though? Does he need to chill? He, if he dropped one of the yes, up so all night shows. Okay. One of his night shows he did drop. Yeah, but because yeah. that is, that's him, another thing. I'd love to talk about that on this podcast one time. Well, for him, he was saying Rest. that the the, the show's been on for 20 years and actually him keeping his show, you know how hard it is for black presenters mm. on the BBC to actually stay there anyway. But for him to hold on to this show has spurned other shows like it all around the country. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So it's important that when he's ready to step down, he steps down. He hands it to somebody who he knows is also for the community and mm-hmm. is going to be able to connect yeah, with the right people. Amazing. Okay. So. To, yeah. Yeah. Because I was going to touch on, from a bit earlier about the J-House situation, mm-hmm. I was going to say my G of the week could be Drake, because even though like there was obviously different views around the room about the J-House situation, um, what mum said was that how J-House should be like, like because the power he has on the kids my age in the UK, he should speak out about something and things like that. But I, I say with Drake... What he's done, I was speaking with my brother about this yesterday. And what he's done is, by bringing out J-Huss people and others of the UK artists, like Dig That. Yeah. And when he first got connected with the UK, when he performed with Section Boys. Mm-hmm. That's kind of given me and mm. L like, more of a feeling that if others, like, closer to our age, closer to our surroundings can get with us like Drake, then maybe one day... If we can just get, you know, that million views on GRM, on GRM just like them, then we could end up being on stage of the biggest artists in the world and end up possibly being the biggest artists in the world ourselves. So I think Drake really giving the UK a bigger platform, getting the UK artists to perform in arenas like that. Him knowing he's a he's a billion he's a billion dollar artist, billion view artist, and he's like performing with guys that are proud of their hundred k. So I gotta big him up for turning the O two into the O three, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 no, it's true. It's true. I like what you. I like what you said. I do see that because I, you know, I always talk about the fact that little things like that make it seem possible. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? You just think to yourself, wait, hold on, actually, 
can do this. He was around around the corner. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like so. No, I totally agree. I agree with that. Yeah. All right. So. Are you always the judge, Russ? Is that what this is? I said clearly on the last one. Feel <laughs> no, free I'm to just jump in. Sure. No, I'm, I'm not. not. I'm, I'm not making sure. So I'm gonna say who you I, know, feel. I think you should always be the judge. Why not? Well, let me be like an African dictator and take my yeah. I'm gonna be the judge. <laughs> take my yeah. I'm gonna be the judge. Okay, you're the judge. So for me, I will say G of the week is Nipsey. If anybody wants to disagree. No, hands down, it's Nipsey. He is the G of the week. All right. So that is our G of the week. RIP Nipsey Hustle. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for you guys for being here, for joining us. Thank you Um, for having us. You can listen online. Head on to the website, please, uh, for evansake.co.uk. Sign up to the mailing list and you will be updated when the shows are coming out. Um, You can also find us on Spotify iTunes and Google Podcasts as well. Thank you very much for listening and until the next time peace later. Bye. Bye.